cheating, I know, but there we are. Um, so yeah, welcome back to uh, another episode of the Deductionist podcast. Slightly weird because Adam isn't here, he's on holiday. Um, it's just me and uh, I thought I would I would catch up with you guys, talk to you about um, what's been going on, why I missed a video the other day and um, give you guys something that you've been asking for, uh, which is a kind of a day in the life of uh, but do it around the frivolities of my stank do. Now, I am going to be eating at the same time. And if you've watched this screen from the start, you will know. Oh, steady, buddy. Steady, 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 steady. Um, you will know that I've already said this. So what happened the um, the other day? Ah, good evening, guys. Ayush, Nathan. Good evening. Um, so what happened the other day was um, I was I was in my stag do, and uh, my bestest boy in the whole wide world got rushed into the vets um, on the Saturday. I was there in London for the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. He got rushed in on the Saturday, uh, and it turns out that he's got a tumour and um, lots of sludge inside him where where there shouldn't be any. Um, so when we got him home on the Monday night, uh, they basically said to us to make sure that we spoil him because they don't know how long he has as a result, which is why I, uh, I kind of took the time to register that <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, if, for those out there in the ether that have dogs or pets, loved ones, whatever, you know, you, you know, you know, more so than anything. Um, so, yeah, that's why. That's why I missed the video the other day, because. My priorities had had changed somewhat. Um, Aosha's just watched Sherlock Holmes on Netflix. Uh, brilliant. Which one? Um, I, I, I don't know which one is on Netflix anymore. There's been so much coming and going um, in terms of what's there and what isn't. I would never be able to keep track of it anymore. It's been quite some time since I've been able to sit down and watch Netflix anyway. Um, but yes, nothing's here. Everyone's here. I'm glad to see you all. Thank you for stopping by as per usual. We are... Uh, we are a dedicated lot. Now, one of the um, one of the things that comes up uh, in terms of uh, my attitude towards this this working way of life, because as yet, um, I've I've yet to meet <coughs> I've yet to meet people that take it as serious as, as serious. That's not to say that there aren't any. I'm trying not to sound like the biggest arrogant dick in the world, um, but I've, I've just yet to meet them. So mine is the only opinion that you can hear uh, at, at this stage, right? Um, so one of, the, one of the things that I get asked quite frequently is, um, what is a standard day like? You know, in terms of training, in terms of practicing, in terms of, uh, reading people and scenes and objects and memorization and observation and all of these other things that go along with it. How does that change? Does it change? And the answer essentially 
It's primarily very simple. Right? This is who I am right from the start. Just because a number of people know that I do it doesn't change my day-to-day -day life, if that makes sense. And it should be the same regardless of what what topic or hobby or, or thing that you're into. It, it, is, it is that which you don't question. You wouldn't be curious of how a guitarist um, improves their technique because it's a simple matter of practice. I realize that uh, my, my chosen field is a little different, but you know, semantics uh, being what they are, primarily they, they remain the same. It, it revolves around uh, a, a, an interest. Uh, I'm not gonna use the word dedication because it, it just sounds douchey. Um, but it primarily it revolves around an interest in any any particular field, namely detection, reading people, memory, whatever you want to call it, um, that is unquestioned. It is something that you never lose faith in. It is something that you don't have to sit there and go, oh, God, can't be bothered today. Because if that were the case, then that particular thing at that particular time is not who you are. It is, it is something that's, that's fleeting, right? When you've hit that thing that you don't have to question, that you don't have to task, that you don't have to ask it to perform a little bit harder because you're feeling a little bit whatever today, that is the thing that makes part of your skill set work. Hey, Uda. Nice to see you. Um, so to that end, that's that's job one, you know, is is understanding my role here in that I can turn primarily at this stage anything um, in, into a training exercise because the 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 basics of what this work revolves around is to figure out information that people aren't able to or don't have the patience to or interest to based on the the available data right so it might be that one day i i have started reading a book and i'll give you an example from the one that's right in front of me i was just talking about it a few moments ago and it was this book oh you might have seen it um, in one of the previous podcasts, where is it? Inside of a dog, what dogs see, smell, and know. So it was when, I, when I finished that the first time, the, the first thing that I did was I set about finding dogs that I'd not met and people that I didn't really know, you know. And I'm lucky within that kind of area that friends of friends uh, and you know friends of loved ones in, in that area they kind of know that i'm a little bit quirky and i'm a little bit unconventional within that area so um i went round to these guys house who, who shall remain nameless who i'd not met before they were friends of friends 
and we're having a, a normal kind of catch up. Oh, this is this is Ben. This is no 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 no. You know, these are our wonderful dogs. Blah blah blah. Uh, and I'm I'm just playing with the dogs themselves, seemingly, but all the while. I'm computing this new information that I've learned and processing this new information that I've learned to see what that it's what it spits out at the end uh, and how I can put that into context with the information that it gives me about the people, whether it can put be put into context uh, with the information that it gives me about the people, whether it's standalone, whether it works, whether it gives me nothing, uh, this type of thing. So in order to get that kind of immediate feedback, I, uh, I initially have the, the storage journeys and parts of my palace that have this information on, but I have another part where I can add in notes, where I can add in feedback, so I don't have to be sat there as part of a, a normal kind of social e event going, oh, yes, that was lovely. Just bear with me and, and just make some notes, right? It, 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 kind, of, it kind of breaks the, um, the, the success of, of normal conversation within that area. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's the way that it works from there. I found this information and I applied it. So it might be that some days I set about reading more. It might be that some days I set about testing my, my observation. It might be that some days I set about testing my, uh, my memory completely. It might be that some days that I'm presented with a case to work on or, or whatever it is, you know, because a case doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, in inverted commas, a case. Uh, because you're, you're providing information to whatever legal establishment that that, that hired you, it, it, it could be uh, your missing favorite shirt uh, that got lost in the wash, uh, and you're having to try and find it based upon the kind of information that you have available. Right? That's that's equally as a perplexing mystery in that area. Uh, I, <laughs> Ayosh says that uh, he's about to watch all of my YouTube videos one by one this September, currently preparing for his exams. Well, the best of luck with your exams, Ayosh. I, um, I, I, hope, they, I hope they all go well. Uh, try and not let the, uh, the excessive level of juvenile humor put you off too much uh, with, within that area. I get married in September, so it's going to be a great month for both of us. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the way that this rolls within that area right so i am constantly thinking about this kind of work constantly thinking about it you know there might come a moment where uh well take for example what happened this morning because my other half has has gone out for her hen night so while the cat's away ben will work probably um <laughs> uh, when i've got a glass of port to keep to keep me company um so yeah that's that's the uh, where was I going with that? Ah, yes, this morning, this morning, uh, because I I'd stayed downstairs with Cookie because he has uh, a, a number of things that you need to take care of through the night. So I I stayed downstairs with him, and when uh, when Maddie got up at uh, five a.m. after I'd gotten in, I'd gotten onto the sofa to take a nap at around three three thirty. Um, I got up, and she the first thing that she asked me was where is this and uh yeah, i'm not going to tell you what she asked me for it's nothing dirty dodgy or dangerous i just don't know if she wants me telling you too much about her character i, I can't see that she'd mind uh screw it she was asking me where her nightmare before trainers were a nightmare before christmas trainers were and um so the second you come out of sleep very little sleep 
you're on the go within that area, tracking things around your house, tracking mnemonic images within that area, right? And it will come back to the kind of engagement that you have with your situation, with your surroundings, with everything that's going on around you at any one given time. Are you active, engaged, taking stock of everything, or are you passive? Um, to that to that same end, it would be like me going this and showing you a playing card, right? And just asking you to take in all of those details and then tell me a little bit about the king because I showed you the king of clubs, right? What color was his crown? Uh, and you might be able to answer because it's a stock image of the king of clubs. But then when I ask you to tell me the detail of what's on the back, not just the color, but the detail, even though that I showed it to you, most people would struggle because you're not paying attention to it. You know, if uh, I mean, for everybody listening right now, you know, we all deal with our phones on a on a day to day basis. You know, at some point somewhere, you're going to have looked at your phone for an extended period of time. Right now in your head, do you know what app? or what collection of apps, if you've got them sorted into a little box, um, is in the top left-hand corner of your phone after you put in the, uh, after you put in the, uh, the, the lock screen code diagonal thing, whatever you call it, right? Answer the question, and then have a look. See if you were right. Couple of seconds to do that. Brilliant. Well done. Lock your phone, put it face down. Now you've just looked at your phone. You've just looked at it. What is the exact time? It won't get everyone, but it will get a few of you. And that's exactly what I mean, right? Once you get all of your focus on exactly what is in front of you at any one time, the amount of information you get from it as a result is only going to skyrocket that engagement that you need in uh, in the scenarios that you get involved in so to that end my uh my stag do my uh, bachelor party i had taken uh, a number of cameras um to film some things for my students um who are consistently put through the ringer um but are now cracking cases themselves which is uh which is an awesome thing to see it's like watching my babies all grown up <laughs> um even though there are there are a couple of them that are in their mid-50s <laughs> they're still my babies it's fine um anyway so i had i had gone down there to well for my stag do i was there you go there's a freudian slip in terms of my priorities i'd gone down there to film some stuff <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd, I'd gone down there for my snag do, but I'd taken the cameras uh, to be able to record this as well. And, and I, have, I have these uh, that go with me pretty much everywhere. They are, they are spy glasses. Um, I look a little bit like Joe 90 in them. They're, they basically have a camera uh, in this side. And uh, I don't know if you'd be able to see but down that side, they have a, uh, a small micro, micro SD card. 
for me to be able to record uh, real life in these training environments that uh, we can get actual real world work from. So when I got onto the train, uh, the first thing that I did was I, was I uh, plotted out the exact framework of the train that I'm on in terms of where I particularly am, what carriage has the toilets, what carriage has the food, how many carriages are there, where the first class starts, where the quiet area starts, and then to begin to plot how many people I see come past me or go the other way so I can make mental notes in terms of who's getting what food, when they're getting food, who's going to the bathroom, so I can know a little bit more of things along the lines of who's potentially drinking, who potentially hasn't had enough food that day, so their their liquid level is going right through them, who's going, you, you know, the, this, this type of um, living organism level of, of information, just from the second that you've got on, on a train, it's never just getting onto a train. Right, there is information everywhere, right? And the rule being that I can never like I can never certainly say that I will end up in any given situation because humans being what they are, I simply don't know. What I can do is prepare myself for every eventuality that I get into. So I've got a living model of the train that I'm in when I'm going down. And I'm still chatting away to my friends. We're having a few drinks on the way down. It's fine. But because I'm actively engaged in the environment and the setting that I'm in. Um, Nathan, uh, that's an interesting topic. What would you suggest to increase the level of attention and awareness? Um, it, it, it sounds like a, 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 a douchey kind of salesman pitch to say, but... The, the, the courses that I run that I've, I've yet to come across um, that's, and, and again, that's not to say that there isn't anything um, because there might be, but I've yet to come across um, anyone or any corporation that trains people for this kind of attentional awareness and observational practices to this degree as as people get through training with me that might be the the single most um sickening thing that i've ever said out loud because um i hate saying that kind of thing about about myself but it's true right it's true um uh, the, the 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 closest thing that you'll get to that area are these these things that look at um uh, mindfulness and um certain less practiced memory methods uh, those that those that step away from memorizing eons of data that's that step into memorizing real life those are the uh, those are the kind of the topics that have a bleed over but in terms of the, a lot of the training practices i've yet to see anybody uh, that focuses on things um, in that way so that's job one right that's my engagement there I'm taking it in on the train on the way down. We get off. We're walking out of the station. Now, London being what it is, we've recently come out of our our lockdown restrictions. The the course is um, the courses that I run, Ayush. They are one-on-one uh, -on -one sessions, so you get recordings, but essentially they are live. If you want to think of them that way, um, 
uh, just for uh, those that are listening to this, Aosh asked if the course is alive or recorded. That was the answer. Um, so to that end, uh, we've arrived in London. So I'm looking around just to see what COVID information is about. Okay, what shops are asking you to wear masks? What shop aren't, shops aren't bothered? Uh, what, what practices are in place? Are there any distancing measures? This kind of thing. So I can know the kind of situations that I'm about to walk into and potentially given the kind of incendiary topics that, that COVID can arise, I know what kind of people I may or may not bump into as a result given that I'm about to go into the underground and be in close quarters environment with a lot of people. I've also got a working knowledge of the London underground in my head. So when um, Adam is asking me where we need to get to and he tells me to stop and I tell him where, we, where we're going from there, I've got a little bit of work there to get to as well. Bear in mind, I've had several drinks at this stage, so I'm already half cut as the... Uh, as the English phrase goes. So I'm learning to be able to work and function in this, in this slightly merry state. We, um, we start to walk, walk around and I'm plotting uh, locations. I'm memorizing where we're going uh, based upon these directional cues that I have in my head so that if we ever have to go back to this place, I can find where we were and know what was about and who we spoke to, who we bumped into. Um, which moved on down to uh, the, the other people that we met in the first pub that we were in, which was the first camera that I got out. Uh, and I'm just recording the environment, but I'm also listening to see what I can pick up. So I know what I can confirm for my students. So therefore, what questions I can ask them so that when they rewatch this kind of environment, it works as active training material for them in that end. So they're still getting a benefit. I'm still getting a benefit in terms of my audio attention. Thank you, Colin Cherry. Um, the, the work of uh, Dr. Colin Cherry within the field of uh, uh, attentional audio streams. Um, if you don't know his work, um, start with the cocktail effect and work backwards um, because it's, it's some very interesting stuff and absolutely applicable to, to what we do as, as readers of people uh, and scenes and scenarios within that area. But this is essentially the guiding force now at the moment, right? It's because this is who I am, there is never an opportunity not to practice, right? So when the, the questions come in in terms of what should I do, how should I practice, this kind of thing, it's, it's not really something that I can answer, mostly because it's going to depend upon the kind of life that you lead and the kind of situations that you get into, the kind of people that you meet, the kind of buildings that you walk into, the kind of jobs that you do, right? The kind of walk or drive or scooter home that you take, right? The kind of hobbies that you get involved in, the kind of cases that you might take as a result, right? There are so many variables to consider, but actively there should never, ever be a moment where you're not attuned to your environment, because when you're not attuned to your environment, you are ultimately missing the kind of information that you would need to be able to get ahead uh, of, of everyone else around you, to be able to make the kind of informed decisions that uh, a deductionist would, uh, would be able to make. Um, I realize that that terminology is, is kind of stuck with me now. 
but it's just a made-up word. <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. Um, <laughs> uh, insert the uh, the audio clip of Drax. All words, all words are made up. Yeah, of course they are. <laughs> but this is just a, a, a made-up word to try and make me sound cool and uh, and, and nothing more. Um, so yeah, it, essentially, the, the day in the life of scenarios that a number of you asked me for are going to differ. Are going to differ because I play. If if I if if I'm in a lockdown day, uh, and I'm not allowed to leave my house, for example, how am I going to train? So I can get someone in a, on a video chat, on a room in a room that I've never seen. Show me around your room. I can memorize the room. I, I, I can read the room. I can read them, right? They, they, can, they can ask me a question about anything within their room. I can try and tell them what the answer is. If I don't have access to a video chat, I can ask um, someone that I live with to move any one object within my entire house. And then I can walk through my house, looking at all of the details and things that are everywhere to find that one thing that has moved or turned or missing within, you know, the, the kind of field that I'm in. Or I could, um, or I could uh, open up logic puzzles uh, and, and rational observation drills. I'm working on, on a, a Lumosity program uh, along this area. I can practice flash memorization with um with coins um as they drop to the floor right to tax my uh my emotional qualities becoming antagonistic to clear reasoning when i'm primed for that situation I go, oh god that was too fast oh god there's too many oh no 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 really can you do that in the real world can can you say to um a speeding car as it goes away from a crime scene. Just hold on. If you could just reverse just just a little bit. That was just a little bit too quickly. Um, if you could just stay in second gear for a little bit longer, that will allow me to memorize your license plate. Thank you so much. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. So there will never be a situation where you can't train. And if it is that you've come to a particular point. What's up, buddy? You're doing some moaning. What's up? I can't pick you up so you can come and say hi. Um, you come and say hi all the time. Lexi's coming over now. Go over there. Cookie's having a his day in the moment. Um, let's see if I can show him to you. So he's down here currently now. Uh, doesn't leave my side. He's never left my side. <laughs> he's, uh, he's my brother from another mother. Um, but yeah, essentially that's, that's, that's where he is at the minute. I, I think he might want to go outside again. Um, come on, come on. Have you a couple of minutes in the sun then? Come on. Um, so yeah, Lexi is, uh, very much feeling left out at this moment. If she doesn't come and say hi to everyone, there she is. Hey, hi. Hey, hi, everybody. Okay. Yeah. Off you go. I'm working. Thank you, darling. All the best. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, yes, so if you've gotten to that particular moment where you have taken in 
uh, enough of the games in your house to be comfortable to the point where nothing challenges you anymore. What do you do then? Well, you find a way to tax your emotions. In real world work, when there is a high pressure situation, your emotions trigger states, triggers changes of breathing, triggers changes of sight, triggers changes in muscle, triggers changes in your twitch fibers, triggers changes in your parasympathetic nervous system. You can trigger these changes yourself and still practice these, um, these, these games and drills inside of your house, right? How much can you memorize while standing on your head? Might sound utterly fucking stupid on the surface. It might, but ultimately think about what you're doing. You're turning the, uh, the conventional world quite literally upside down, so it looks different. How do you perceive that? How do you store that? How do you memorize that quickly? You're having all of the blood rush to your head, so can you still cope with that? You're having your spine muscles fatigue because we aren't built to be upside down like that as humans, right? So all of these other thoughts that are, are challenging that prefrontal area for first position, how capable are you of blocking all of those out to focus on the task at hand? And that has a, a real world application, you know? Could you effectively read the body language of a serial killer if she was the most attractive woman you've ever seen? Or man, or whatever you're into, you know? I'm just speaking from myself, if he was the most attractive woman I've ever seen, right? If you are a parent, could you actively listen to the testimony of a sex offender, but do it without bias, right? These are the kind of controlled environments that you're in because emotions trigger states. We can trigger these states ourselves and the better controlled we are to being able to deal with the shifts and thinking between them, the better served we are to, to, to actively making contributions to the environment that we exist as a deductionist. Uh, Jonah, happy, relaxed. Dogs always give me joy. And me. Uh, <laughs> and me. Um, my, uh, my other half's often um, quoted as saying that we should just become her middle uh, and, and just get a, a fleet of dogs, which I'm completely on board with. <laughs> I'm completely on board with that. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that dogs are better people than people. Uh, and, and I'm including I'm including myself in that, for example, right? Um, Jay's here. Uh, hey, Jay, how are you keeping? Hope you're very well, sir. Um, so, yeah, essentially, that has been the main point, is to really change your, your like it's singling any one particular person out. I'm not. The, the, the people that have, that have asked me for this kind of thing is to change your perception uh, regarding what a day in the life would consist of. Because you can follow specifically regimented plans. You can. I do, I do it for my students on a regular basis. But ultimately, the end game is to push these techniques and these thinking patterns and these rational problem-solving skills 
into your everyday existence enough to the point where you don't have to think about the plan. You take every moment that's presented to you, right? It could be that on your next walk around the supermarket, you walk around, you walk around, excuse me, you walk out and pardon me, Jay, I do apologize. Um, uh, Jay's a she. <laughs> good afternoon. Good evening. Um, nowhere really to go from that. I made an assumption uh, and it was erroneous and I apologize. Um, but at least I'm one all with Adam now. <laughs> he, he did that to, to, to Hen a while back. Um, but yeah, hi. Um, so yeah, it, it might be that on your next walk around a supermarket that on the, uh, the way out, your first job is to recall the names of every single staff member that you bumped into. So that next time you go in, you can be like, okay, I met, I met Jay and I met Jonah and I met Ayush and I met Nathan and I met Huda, but I've not met Ben before. Okay, so I'll add that into the file. Next time that I go in, maybe it's a few months down the line uh, and it, it, maybe it's, okay, I met, I met Ben and, and I met Jonah and I met Ayush and I met Jay. Uh, where's Nathan? And you can ask someone if Nathan's working today and you can start to build up a framework of the environment of staff that work in this building just from being observant. And you can use that as storage in your memory palace to go forward and ultimately plot the, the working environment of a mall or, or a shopping complex um, or, heaven forbid, a, a city centre if you would be so daring as to go that far. But it all boils back down to your active engagement in the environment. There is every other skill set that you can put onto that. Of course there is. But if you're not engaged with the information, it's just going to go, it's going to be Neo and Morpheus walking through the crowds of people. And then Neo stops to watch the woman in the red dress. Turns back to Morpheus. Were you listening to me or were you looking at the woman in the red dress? Look again. Holy shit, there's a gun in his face. Right? Because he's took his eye off the ball. All Morpheus is trying to bleed into him in that moment is a heightened level of awareness and engagement in that moment of walking through a crowd. That's it. Uh, good evening, Melon Lord. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Great to see you here, even though I can only see your username and all four of my eyes can't really tell <laughs> what, your, uh, what your profile picture is. It looks to be uh, a squiggle, like, a, like squirrely lines, which is not an English word. It's more of a colloquialism, but you'll get what I mean um, as a result. Uh, Jay said, I bet you would be good at writing fictional thrillers. Well, Jay, it is funny you should say that. I am I am currently working on one. And um, I will tell you a little bit about it. Because my boy's doing some whinging now. Clearly, he wants to go out for a week. So I'm going to wind this one down. So if you have any questions, by all means, 
get them in, get them in now. Um, hello, um, Abhai, Abhi. Sorry if I mispronounced your name. I'm not sure how that's pronounced, but hello, all the same. Um, so yes, Jay, I'm currently writing one at the moment that I've called uh, Chasing Identity. It follows the exploits of the lead character, uh, Simon. And it's kind of autobiographical. Um, in that area, if you followed any of uh, of my work for an, uh, for any length of time, you you'll be familiar with some of the stories uh, that have been told of of some of the things that I've gotten into. I've just woven them into the uh, uh, into the narrative itself. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's <coughs> excuse me, that's that's currently these these crisps are spicy, oh, chili rice crackers, very spicy. <coughs> excuse me. Um. So yeah, that's that's currently something I'm working on at the minute. Now my uh, my very good friend um, Kristen is um, is is editing it, editing it for me. Uh, and since learning uh, all the languages that I've started learning, I've um, I've understood that if you're going to get somebody to edit your work, get somebody for whom English is a second language. I'm coming, buddy. I'm coming. I won't be long. I won't be long. Um, I won't be long. Um, so I mean, because they are have been taught as a grown up English properly, whereas people like me and, uh, and you know everyone else here who's who's grown up speaking English, we speak guttural English, uh, right? You know, if you speak English as a second language you know how to formulate your sentences correctly. You know how to formulate your punctuation correctly. You know where your trains of thought are going as you write and type more so than any other, you know? So yeah, that's why my friend Kristen is, uh, is editing the book for me. Um, she's from Norway originally. Love her to bits. She's, uh, she's, uh, she's coming to my wedding as well. It's going to be brilliant. She, uh, she's bringing a, a boyfriend. I've not met, I've not met her. Uh, there's a Freudian slip. Sorry, Kev. <laughs> I've I've not met him in a long time. Um, right. So that's that's what I'm working on at the minute. Uh, and I've I've got the book for the Memory Palace course. I'm still working on the follow up to the monographs as well. And uh, uh, people wonder at times why it can take me up to a week to reply to a text message. <laughs> this is why I'm um, I am a busy bee. Uh, right. So let's have a look at these questions just before um, I take Cookie out. All right, so where are we? Uh, Ab high. How to, how to consistent, uh, how to stay consistent on things for longer, okay? Um, so your consistency is gonna be matched by a couple of things. It's gonna be matched by your interest in the topic that you're, that you're having to focus on for whatever it is that you're looking to be consistent on, but it's also going to be matched by your fatigue right whether your fatigue be that you're hungry thirsty tired or any kind of combination of the three if your body is in desperate need of some kind of sustenance or nutrition then you better be damn sure that you're going to feed it because these are the chemicals and the nutrients 
and the, uh, the fuel that you need to keep that kind of consistency going. Uh, and once you've built that uh, in that area, it's about finding a routine that works for you, right? Your, your consistency is born out of routine. And my, my, my consistency uh, in terms of this is born out of my routine of constantly being aware to everything that I can use. That is my routine. And I'm kind of lucky in that moment that uh, I've, I've never really had to try and not be as focused on that being my goal. Uh, I suppose if you want to boil it down even further, I'm just curious about everything. And from there, your consistency will grow as a result. But when you find out that you're, you're not really interested in what's being spoken about or you're too tired to focus, you need to listen to what your body's telling you. Because if you're too tired, you need to sleep. If you're hungry, you need to feed. These are the areas that will bring you about the focus and therefore consistency from there. But if it's the topic, if it's the thing that you're doing, well, then that is the thing that needs to change. And ultimately, your consistency will grow from there. Oh, good Lord. All of these are oh, they're coming in now. Okay, here we go. So I'm well aware of my uh, predisposition for 4,000 word sentences, so I'll try and be a lot more, um, a lot more concise. Um, okay, Jonah's definitely adding it to to the library. Um, I appreciate that. I uh, I just hope it's not terrible. <laughs> uh, as a result, um, my uh, my pastiche that I wrote uh, in the big book of Sherlock stories was um, was very well received, which was lovely because I've never written anything even remotely close to that before. I've never written fiction, uh, you know, to, to that degree, let alone write an original kind of Sherlock Holmes pastiche. Uh, but it was received very well. And that's the, that's the kind of thing that gave me the confidence to think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and try my hand at a proper novel. So I'm doing it. Um, right, where is that? What, what was next? Uh... Jay, I will definitely tell you more about it next time if, if you're up for hearing about it. That's something I, 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 can, I can definitely fill you in on. I can't give you too many narrative uh, uh, insights because that would give the game away. Um, Jonah, completely unrelated, but any suggestions on language learning? Feel free to ignore this. No, Jonah, I'm not going to ignore it. Um, my insights uh, in terms of language learning I'm not a, a traditionally trained polyglot. I come at my ability for language learning through memorization. Uh, and, uh, the, you know, the languages that I can speak um, at the moment, they are, they are born out of that. So my, uh, my accent, my, my tones at times when you're looking at Arabic and Chinese, they fall by the wayside. They sound like very English versions for now because I'm still working on them because primarily when I'm consuming the knowledge, it's about conversion in terms of this means this. Uh, and when you're specifically looking at things like Arabic and Chinese and some of the other tonal languages as a result, this is very important. Um, but for what I do, the ability communi to communicate in that language is not a big deal. I'm looking to be the guy in the room that knows what you're talking about, but isn't showing that I know what you're talking about, right? Which is, uh, which is why my language learning uh, 
success, if, if you really want to call it that. Um, that's, that's where it comes from. So it all depends on what you're interested in, right? There are much more learned creatures uh, when it comes to language learning than I. Uh, and I would recommend that you look at uh, Steve Kaufman's channel. He, was, he just seems like the chirpiest Canadian polyglot that you've ever seen. I think he's one of the CEOs of Link. And um, he speaks like 20 languages. He's got much more insightful topics on each particular moment than I could give you in any few seconds. But um, to that end, it depends on what your goal is, right? Because if your goal is to communicate sp specifically that in terms of the language, then your memorization techniques in terms of substitution will get there. Uh, if, uh, I don't know, let's pick a random word. Uh, Yantar. That's from Portuguese. It means briefcase. And if it doesn't, the book taught me wrong, <laughs> right? So I apologize to all Portuguese people that are listening. But this is the, uh, the, the, the kind of substitution device that you're looking at. So jantar, uh, yantar, sorry. When I look at that as an English substitution for that word, I think of janitor. So what I thought of was the most infamous janitor that I could think of, which was the janitor from Scrubs. Um, I would think of him with a briefcase wrapped in a Portuguese flag. And so that now I've got this kind of triangle-based connection towards the information so that if somebody says uh, in Portuguese, Yantar, uh, and, okay, what does that sound? I know you're speaking Portuguese. Oh, you're on about a briefcase. Fair enough. Uh, so if I need to com communicate to this Portuguese fella um, that I, I need him to do something with a briefcase, that's the conversion that I need to go through from there, right? So word substitutions. They're, um, they're a great thing to get involved in when it comes to language learning, particularly when you look at um, things like Duolingo and Babbel that focus on these kind of three or four word um, phrases within that area. It's very easy to come up with uh, substitutions for the words that exist within those sentences so you can understand what they mean en masse. Um, yeah, who get passionate and motivated? Ab absolutely. Absolutely. To me, uh, and again, this is just my interpretation of it. Uh, if you are passionate, you are motivated. And if you're motivated, you're passionate. It is the Shakespearean thing of a rose by any other name would still smell as sweet. Um, I personally don't see there uh, being a difference between the two. Uh, but they are, e e they are equally as, as relevant in that area. Melanord, are you working on an update of the monographs or I misunderstood? You did not misunderstand. I am working on a follow-up to, to the monographs. It is called a, a house out of a homes. Um, and I, I will leave that there as a kind of cliffhanger uh, for you. Um, Abby Jane, please speak about Darren Brown. I don't really know if that's a question. I don't really know what what you want me to say. Darren Brown. Um, Jay, my memory is horrendous. I nearly put the dishes in the fridge. We've all been there. We've all been there. Uh, I'm struggling to learn even song lyrics. I need to start from scratch. Um, what you need to start doing is telling yourself better stories. 
we learn from the stories that we tell ourselves. Oh, I'm not good looking enough. Oh, I'm not confident enough. Oh, this dress doesn't look good on me. Oh, these trousers don't look very good on me. Oh, my hair's all falling out. God, I'm heroically bald. Everyone will laugh. That one's just me uh, on that last one. And we tell ourselves these stories that will color our interpretation of the environment. Start with something small. Tell yourself a better story, even if you don't believe it at the start. I will remember where I put the dishes. I do remember what the words are to the song. Yeah. And we ultimately change our, our rewired neuroplasticity around the behavior. Um, do you learn via sleeping and listening to podcasts? Uh, I don't personally, uh, because I've got a lot of, a lot of issues uh, when it comes to sleep and insomnia and brain swelling and, and everything else in that area. So uh, I, I, I rarely sleep. Um, and not because I don't want to, because I'm knackered <laughs> most of the time. Um, but I, I, I'm just awake as a result. So I don't personally. Uh, and from the studies that I've read, uh, when it comes to sleeping and learning, there's not, real, not really a lot of foundation for uh, verifiable evidence of educational growth. Let's put it that way. Um, Motivation and passion works for Huda. Brilliant. Is Darren using Sherlock methods to do things like Sherlock? That would be for Darren to say. When it comes to his work or my interpretations of, of his work, my personal opinions are um, that the only way that I will know is when he tells me. That's the only way the mystery solved, right? I, I fully believe that you can enjoy magic and mentalism as a spectacle, and you can also use it as a great way to practice your rational thinking skills in terms of bypassing the, uh, the critical faculties of emotional change. But uh, when it comes to the specific methods that any one performer uses over any other, it, it would be a dick move of me to talk about other people's methods, regardless of whether I know them or not. Uh, so I, I, will, I will politely decline um, to, to talk about Darren's methods here. If you want to talk about mine, fine. Uh, I, they're my methods, so I'm, I'm more than happy to talk about my methods uh, within that area. Uh, Jonah, oh, you love the monographs. Uh, I speak and write very well. Thank you very much. I, uh, I, I do appreciate that. I often think that I try to write exactly how I speak, uh, which most editors find infuriating. Um, but that's, that's where the, the enjoyment of reading comes from from me. I like to read a book and know that I'm speaking to the author themselves and not just some thesaurus version of them. Um, M. Oddly ambiguous there, M. Uh, do you know a James Bond? Uh, please consider analyzing more psychopaths. The Paris, Paris Bennett video was great. Thank you very much. Keep up the good work. Thank you again. Um, thank you for watching. I do appreciate that. Um, yeah, but yes, I, I, absolutely. The, the thing with these videos, when it comes to the body language analysis, is I've only ever done, I think it's three at this stage that were for me, that I wanted to, um, to look at. Everything else I will, I will look at just when you guys send them to me, um, really, because mostly because I'm too busy um, to be actively searching for these kind of clips to look at. So, M, if you know of any decent ones to look at, send them my way. 
and I shall absolutely get involved. Um, let's try and make this quicker now because Cookie's crossing his legs, bless him. Um, great sentiment, Huda. Jonah, a language memorization versus traditional learning. Uh, always found it, le always learned quickly through immersion. I've never considered memorizing. Immersion is fabulous. Immersion is fabulous. That's something I get involved in as well, mostly when I've gone through the memorization and uh, substitution principles as well. Like um, uh, I'm at the point now where I know most of the Sherlock franchise in English by heart. I know friends word for word, uh, you know, I, psych, house, um, all of these other things. So now when I watch them in a language that I'm learning, I can be like, okay, he was saying this in English and I can pick up these other phrases as well. Um, I had my French lesson uh, to learn what the Merovingian said in the uh, Matrix Reloaded to understand the kind of swear words that he, he said. Wow, were they some powerful swear words. Um, uh, Nathan, uh, now I'm curious, what languages do you speak? Um, well, and so at, at the moment I speak uh, French, German, Chinese and Arabic, and I'm, I'm currently learning Spanish as well uh, within that area. So yeah, those are those ones. Uh, Jonah, you are more than welcome. Uh, Stu, hello. Thank you for joining us. Although I feel at this stage it's it's coming to an end. Uh, Huda, she speaks seven languages. Yes, awesome. Uh, she's learning Japanese now with her 19-year-old son. Amazing, amazing. I only know a few kind of buzzwords in Japanese and nothing more. Um, I can speak more Swahili uh, than I can Japanese, but Japanese sounds like such a like such an incredible language to learn as well. I enjoyed watching Miss Sherlock, uh, which was in uh, which was in uh, uh, Chinese, uh, which was in Japanese um, as well. Um, right, Christ, here we go. So there's a lot of questions. Right. So what I'm going to do, guys, I'm just going to bang through these with a couple of words. Um, <laughs> so uh, everybody else, if you're adding more questions, please stop because um, I, I, I want to make sure that everybody gets, uh, gets a fair couple of words, but I've also got to make sure that my boy goes outside uh, to do his business. Um, okay, here we go. M, uh, what could or would you advise on how to better learn cold, re cold reading? Okay, um, cold reading in terms of the, uh, the phraseology that applies to everyone. Look at the work of Ian Rowland. Ian Rowland, I had him on for an interview on a podcast ages ago, his work, is incredible. He teaches this all over the world, and he's—I uh, think he's done lectures for the Chris Hagnat, Hadnagy uh, uh, Human Hacking Conference uh, over in Florida. He's done those a couple of times. Incredible guy. Um, Nathan, if you're asking me, I go, oh, so that's a, that's a question between Jonah and Nathan. That's not for me. Um, uh, Stu, uh, have I watched the American TV show Lie to Me? If so, how accurate do I think it is? Stu. Not very. <laughs> uh, in, in, in short, not very. It takes the work of Paul Ekman that has a pseudo basis in reality. And don't get me wrong, when I, when I wrote the monographs, I was initially not, of what, not aware of as much information regarding the work of Ekman um, as, as I perhaps should have been. But uh, Ekman's work has never been peer reviewed. Uh, he won't allow it to be peer reviewed because there's too many holes uh, in the system. So uh, essentially, if you are under the opinion that you can look at somebody's twitch of their eyebrow or a movement of their cheek and uh, know all about them as a result, it's quite simply untrue. 
you can have an insight. Don't get me wrong, but it will need to be factored in with a bunch of other things as a result. Um, here we go. Uh, here we go. Uh, oh, shit. Sorry, that was too far. Uh, uh, how do you get over the COVID epidemic anxiety as a mental health counsellor? I find it difficult and challenging. Well, the, the important thing in my experience um, about those journeys is when it comes to things like anxiety, they're an idiosyncratic element. What's going to make me anxious isn't going to make you anxious and vice versa. So what I would look to do specifically when it comes to your own thoughts and feelings and actions regarding the, regarding the epidemic of anxiety, particularly when it comes to yourself, you need to be quite self-reflective, you know, with, within the work of Maslow um, and the like. What's threatening your needs in this particular moment? So that once you understand where those threats are coming from, you can look to better analyze them critically without emotional bias. And that's a very big question to try and sum up in a couple of sentences. And I apologize. If you want more on it, come back at a later stage. But that is predominantly where I'd start. Um, Melon Lord. No, Ben, you have to tell us about the new book. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll be waiting for it. Thank you very much. Uh, I, yeah, I do appreciate that. Jay, she says, uh, same I have insomnia, which is ironic, as I have ME and CFS. Wow, that's a, that's a laundry list of shit you've got to deal with. Uh, I thought insomnia was bad enough. Um, you have my sympathy <laughs> as, as I share the pain uh, of insomnia. Uh, and I know enough information um, about ME and, and CFS to know that it, it's, not, no, it's not a picnic <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I uh, I feel uh, a third of, of your pain there uh, on that one. Um, thank you, Jonah, for your compliments again. Thank you, Huda. Uh, you are the best body language uh, analysis ever for me. Yeah, that's very kind for you to say. I do appreciate that. Um, where are we? Where are the questions? I'm, I'm scrolling through this fast now, guys, so I apologize if I have missed anyone out. Um, how to memorize photos or scenes faster. Um, how, well, if, in a nutshell, you could book some, book some courses or some lessons with me, get on the pipes, problems and reading people. It's all detailed in there. Um, but primarily when you're looking at photos and scenes, you're looking at uh, a mnemonic language that translates the environment. And, and that's, that's really all it is. So that this, this kind of thing isn't a collection of objects. It means something uh, in, in terms of mnemonics. Um, uh, Bryce, do I study linguistics? I do. I do. Uh, in all honesty, not as much as I should, um, but I do. There are, there, there are many, more, many more learned folks than I on linguistics uh, and in uh, the dexterity that our mouths can get into. Um, so yeah, that's, that's it. Right, guys, I'm going to stick a pin in it there because I've scrolled to the bottom now, uh, and, uh, I, uh, I, I can't see any more questions. Uh, M said, uh, they're going to grab a copy of my book. I appreciate that. Um, I'm, I'm dangerously close to a hundred reviews on, on Amazon. So if you do have a copy, it would mean the world to me if you could just drop a review on there. Um, if it's five stars, amazing. If it's a one-star one, just drop it on someone else's book. <laughs> no, I'm 
kidding. Um, if I, I'm, I'm always happy to take uh, critical, critical feedback. If you've got any suggestions, fire them over. Uh, if you just want to be a dick and have a go at me, I'm not going to listen to you. <laughs> but I'm always happy for critical feedback to come over whenever it is that that comes in. Um, so, yeah, guys, this was very much a... Um, uh, a, 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 a flyby session um, just to give you a kind of a, an insight into the way that I train myself because it's it's one of those things that I get asked um, almost daily uh, virtually um, it means the world to me that you guys uh, stop by on these live streams and watch the videos and stuff uh, and I do sincerely uh, I sincerely appreciate it um, to that end um, we're, we're going to have regular business for you uh, as of Tuesday. Um, and and, and the, I mean, the podcasts have pretty much stayed the same. This one will have to go out tomorrow. So it will go, it will go a day late. And then the video, yeah, you get the idea. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm playing catch up because my boy's not been very well. But yeah, I, uh, I hope you are all having an awesome day, night, evening, afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are, whatever you're up to. And I, uh, I wish you all the very best. Um, oh, Abby, right at the buzzer. How to take your course of deduction online? I would be a fool not to answer that question. Uh, if you uh, if you uh, if you go to my website bencardle.com, and uh, you can see the details of all the courses there. Um, uh, failing that, reach out, send me a message, and I uh, and I can get you booked on with the details uh, of of everything from there. Um, truly, one of the best podcasts Melon Lord has ever heard. Well, on that uh, in, in, incredibly lovely note, and uh, T.S. is dittoed as well. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, and before I go completely beetroot red uh, and embarrass myself further, I, uh, I, I'm going to bid you adieu, and I'm going to go and take care of my boy. You have yourselves a wonderful one, and I'll, uh, I'll talk to you all soon. Mm -hmm.